Hi and welcome to Align, the podcast for reprogramming your mind for inner peace and happiness. As with everything I put out, I intend for this episode to spark your soul in some way and to remind you of why you are here. Today's episode I want to make about quotes and quotes that I wrote and you can find all of them on my website and I want to read them to you and give you a little backstory. So let's dive right in. The first one that's on my website says, drop all the people whose attention you can only get through sex. When I wrote this quote, I was reflecting on how women often try to get the attention of men through being sexual or dressing up um, attractively or when we try to get the attention of a man, And for example, if we can't get the man to text us back or the man is just not texting us back, we, which is a really human world problem or which is like us being really in our human mind and even saying we can't get a man to text us back sounds really (laughs) human and disconnected from spirit. But anyways, these are the things that we, we have in this world, either sometimes the woman doesn't text back, sometimes the man doesn't text back. Anyways, so often women give each other advice to just send a hot picture to the man. And it works every time. And I think that it's, that's sad. I think we don't reflect enough on what kind of attention we get. And we don't actually understand that this kind of attention is not love. And I think that for a long time, Uh, I believed that this kind of attention was love and it left me kind of spiritually empty and I realized that without knowing it I saw women and I saw myself trying to get feel a deeper connection with a person and when I didn't feel it I just tried to look hotter or I tried to be more sexual or I tried to be more attractive in the belief that that intention that I was getting for the way I looked or behaved somehow was love. And that's why I wrote this quote and that was the backstory on it. Feel free to message me if you don't agree with it. Anyways, the second quote is stop seeking for happiness where you will not find it. That quote I wrote because I felt like we often seek for That's very A Course in Miracles inspired. So we seek for things outside ourselves to make us happy. We seek our happiness in a person. We seek our happiness in a job. We seek our happiness in an education. And that all goes back to, like A Course in Miracles says, we feel like we don't belong here on earth because we're not from here. When you're connected to your spiritual self, you will start to feel that discontentment like you feel out of place here you feel like your home is not here so you go on trying to find that home aka happiness somewhere else somewhere outside yourself and you forgot forget to look within so I wrote this quote because I was looking for my happiness everywhere outside myself for a long long time until I started to find that fountain of love, happiness, and home inside of myself that I could connect to anytime, at any moment, during any day, and where I get back and retrieve to a sense of home and belonging. 
And that was my intention with that quote, for everyone to look within and not without for their happiness. When you make your happiness dependent on a person, then you always want them to behave a certain way and to accommodate you. And you put a lot of pressure on things and on people when you make them responsible for your happiness. You can't relax and you can't look past their human errors and you can't let them be who they are because you need them to be a certain way because they are your happiness and they're responsible for your happiness. So find inside what you can only find inside. The next quote is, what is given to us What is given to us to do, we have the strength to do. And this is actually straight from A Course in Miracles. And I wanted, I really wrote this out and highlighted it and even put it on my wall and my back, as a background on my desktop and my phone because I wanted to remind myself and everybody that what is given to you to do by the universe, the gifts you have inside, they're not random. They're given to you so that you share that with the world. That's a purpose that you have and a purpose that if you don't do what you came here to do, you will feel unaligned and unbalanced. If you try to do what in this human world is logical to do and follow other people's suggestions for you, you are so out of touch with what you came here to do. And only you can know that. How can someone else know that for you? You get loving people's advice okay you get amazing advice amazing human advice but no one can know the way you do and this quote for me is that when I feel like I was given something to do I also have the tools to do it like the universe didn't just put a gift inside of you something that you love to do and lights this world up at the same time and then didn't give you the tools And there's a way, and this quote really reminded me of that. And one of my biggest passions at the moment and what I try to bring out with everything I do is for people to feel like they have a purpose and that they know what that purpose is when they connect to themselves and that there's a way to bring that purpose out of them every single day. Also, when it comes to purpose, I don't believe it's some destination that you you get there in two years and this is the purpose of making this or this happen. I think your purpose is every day. And when you live your purpose every day, then every encounter, every minute of your life becomes purposeful. Your purpose is where you are right now. Okay? Anyways, moving on. Fourth quote. It is impossible to destroy the quest of your soul. That kind of relates to purpose, but there's something inside of you that you love, 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 love to do, and that's the quest of your soul. Your soul has a mission and is here on purpose. And you can try to manipulate it by kind of dimmering it, by doing a job you hate, by going to a school you hate, by drinking, by watching movies all day, by taking drugs. Like you can try to numb yourself and the quest of your soul, but you cannot destroy it. You can delay it and numb it and make it go to sleep, but you cannot destroy it. You can choose not to listen to your soul, but you cannot destroy the yearning of your soul. It will always come somehow through some things maybe an accident happens to you that really wakes you up or 
there's things happen you cannot destroy the quest of your soul it's always in the back of your mind somehow and it will come out of there and it will show up in your life as an imbalance as a disease as an illness as physical pain as inspiration as something will always remind you of that so that was that quote the next quote is if you do not program your mind in the morning it will be programmed for you this one i love and have shared many many times and is also inspired by a course in miracles so i'm a big believer in that if you do not set your thinking in the morning if you don't program your mind then the world will program it for you if the first thing you do when you wake up is turn on your phone you will be influenced by whatever messages or social media accounts or websites you're looking at and that energy will be your energy and you have no control over how you feel what your day is going to look like you will be kind of like a slave of the world and the slave of the thinking of the world so in the morning this quote was inspired to share that in the morning you need to do you you need to connect to your consciousness and your truth be thankful for what you have and connect to okay universe where would you have me go today what would you have me do that's also from a course in miracles how may i serve today because when you serve from the from your soul and you connect to the divine you're serving yourself when you are of the highest potential soul service <laughs> when you're serving from a place of your soul when you're serving this world from that place that joy that you feel that's your happiness like everybody who has experienced this knows 100% what I'm talking about and when you are not operating from serving this world you're just running on low battery trying to do what you think you should do trying to do work and things that leave you energy drained and at the end of the day, you you feel tired, but that tiredness is really because you are uninspired. So that was where that quote came from. Then the next quote, if it's meant for you, it will happen, it will stay. If it's not meant for you, it will fall apart, it will leave. I think I wrote this quote initially because of a relationship that fell apart and I believe that this is true for every single area of our life. If it's meant for you, it will happen. If it's meant for you, that train will stop on your station. If it's not meant for you, it will leave and it will fall apart in one way or another. This quote and this kind of thinking has helped me let go of many, many things in my life and has helped me move on in a more energized and maybe more healthy way than I believe I could have done without this kind of thinking so the idea of not trying to attach to things that are outdated like not attaching for example to relationships when they're not healthy for both people involved anymore or leaving a job when you feel like it's not inspiring your soul or just things that are meant to fall apart they will fall apart and I I have learned to let go in a way where I believe that, okay, if this was supposed to happen, then it it would have. It would have worked out somehow. Or if this is supposed to happen, then it will. 
And it does, that doesn't mean I don't make an effort for the things that I believe I am here to do. I, don't, I still make an effort. I'm, I'm very much a doer. But I also leave it up to the universe. I, half of it is the universe. I do what I can and then I leave it up to the universe. And I learned not to attach to things that, that are not serving anymore. That was what that quote was for. Let's do a couple more quotes. So the next one is, your ego will talk you out of the things that create peace and into the things that create disturbance. Listen, I'll read that again. Your ego will talk you out of the things that create peace and into the things that create disturbance. Listen. I wrote this quote initially because our ego mind is very tricky and the more you connect to your soul, it can become even more tricky. So your ego is very good at talking you into the things that kind of drift you further away from your soul's purpose and it's very good at talking you out of the things that actually create that connection to your soul. So this kind of quote... This quote was kind of inspired for you to become more authentic, <laughs> attentive, what's the word? Uh, to become more aware of what's happening inside of you and to listen to when your ego is speaking, when your soul is speaking. I always uh, go back to the quote that I read very, like a, a lot of years ago that said the ego speaks first and the ego speaks loudest. That's usually the case. The, the ego is really like, loud and um, wants to create a sense of urgency and stress inside my body where a spirit is more gentle and more nudging. The next quote is, what is this trying to teach me? Mm, I love this one. So instead of whenever something bad happens or an uncomfortable situation happens or you fail at something, fail um, exclamation marks <laughs> um, ask yourself what is this trying to teach me I listened to a YouTube talk about asking yourself better questions and this is one of them instead of asking yourself why me why do bad things always happen to me why is nothing working out for me why like those are all bad questions, all unproductive questions. But this one, what is this trying to teach me? If you ask that every single time, you will get the answers. The questions you have to the universe will be answered to you in one way or another to the degree which you have the capacity to listen. So to your understanding, it will be answered to you. But are you alert and aware and present enough to hear? So what is this trying to teach me? Ask yourself that. Since I asked myself that, my I think my life has <laughs> has leveled up. I don't try to blame anybody else anymore. Like instead of asking whose fault is this, I'm just going to connect right back to me and say, what is this trying to teach me? And of course, I still have my moments where I'm really disconnected and my ego is really loud and I'm thinking well who can I blame for this who fa- whose fault is this because I don't want to take responsibility for this this can't be my fault I'm perfect of course I have those moments but what is this trying to teach me is always the most soulful question you can ask yourself okay another one comparing your worth to another human being's worth based on the job they have is a toxic conditioning of your mind I think I 
wrote this quote when I was in Nepal this year. And what this really comes down to is that it's crazy how in this world we really see people as worth more or less than ourselves. And we go on about doing this all the time. If we're in a group of people, we see who's worth more or less than us based on what they say, what they have, what they do. And this is this has been like program it's like a chip that has been pro given like put into our minds when we started to live here on earth and grew up and of course it's not everyone but for most for most people i believe this is the case and i don't know every person on this planet so maybe not uh but where i have been i noticed this everywhere it doesn't matter if it's a developed country or a developing country. Everybody does this. In in the Nordic countries, it's more about the status you have, uh, the car you drive, the job you have, the money you earn, the degrees you have. Um, in the US, when I lived there, it was very much about the awards you got, the degrees you have, what you put on your CV. It was all about that. That's what your worth was measured in. In Colombia, when I lived there, that was the same thing. Uh, the wider you are, the more you're worth. The straighter your hair, the more you're worth. The higher your heels, the more beautiful you look. Like, it was crazy. Um, so it doesn't matter which country. We all have some ways in which we believe others are worth or worth more or less than us so this quote was inspired by that to start seeing the world and to start reprogramming your mind in a way where you see people as equal as you no matter what they look like who they are and it sounds so cliche but that's you need to make a conscious effort of not doing this because even when you have the intention of not doing it you're doing it all the time and the energy you put out through comparing yourself and seeing other people as worth more or less than you is toxic to this world. And I think that when I started to make a conscious effort about this and to start understanding that it doesn't it doesn't matter who is talking to you, they should always have your 100% attention. Like it does not matter. And uh, again, I don't I don't succeed at this every time but having the attention and reprogram my, my mind to and it sounds horrible that I even need to reprogram my mind for this because it should be a given that we are all equal and we're all soul family and we're all the same but this human mind is like our human mind has separated us and has seen our, uh, us as being in competition and has seen us as I should treat this person differently because they are this or this person should be treated differently because they're this like I just, I wrote this quote to kind of raise awareness and bring that message out. Okay, let's do one more. Having everything you attached your happiness to fall apart is going to awaken you. Okay, I wrote this quote when, when did I write this? I think it was when, um, last year, when I was in Colombia and we started a gym together with my boyfriend at the time and 
we qu- we quit the gym after we quit the gym in the hope of keeping it online and moving to Europe to explore kind of that side of us and do more things in Europe and our plan was to stay together and well our plan was to first move back to our countries Norway and Finland and um earning a little earning money to then move to another country together well then it kind of fell apart I moved back with my I was moving back with my parents I was working three jobs in order to earn money and fulfill kind of the dream that we had together but I realized that it wasn't happening so I wrote this quote when all of a sudden I was living with my parents I didn't have a plan anymore of where I was going to live what I was going to do I was back in Finland where I promised myself I would never be I wasn't in the relationship anymore that I thought was gonna last for ever <laughs> or for a very long time um So all of a sudden everything fell apart and everything that I thought was certain became uncertain and I was left with uncertainty and I realized that that was everything that I attached my happiness to, all of those things that I wanted to have planned out. When they fell apart, um, I realized that it's going to awaken me and it was meant like the previous quotes I told you about the things that are meant to fall apart will fall apart. I kept telling that to myself and I kept saying this will awaken me in in, in an even deeper sense and this is meant to fall apart so it's okay if it was supposed to happen it would have happened and it will happen one day if it was supposed to but now I'm left with this uncertainty and it's going to awaken me and it felt so uncomfortable because I had no plan I like everything was just kind of um How do I say? Every day I woke up and I didn't feel full. I felt like everything was just empty and uncertain. But I knew that it was going to awaken me and I stuck to that belief. And it is. And it was. And it, it, it now it's easy to say. But it's like everything. One day you will see why it happened. And one day you will understand. And one day you will heal that part of you. And one day it's easy for you to say, well, yes the things that fall apart will awaken you because you have experienced it but when those moments are happening that uncertainty just find beliefs that keep you moving forward find beliefs that like believe that it will awaken you and it will believe that something good will come out of it and it will it that mindset completely transformed me and even though I was extremely kind of lost in that period of my time I still felt like a huge connection to spirit and I, w- I wasn't going into depression or extreme sadness. I just kept writing and I kept writing until I healed myself. So that were some of my favorite quotes that I wrote. And that there you have a little backstory and maybe you find some beliefs that can help you connect you to you. <laughs> and um, you can find all of them on my website, charlottethibault.me. And thank you for listening. I always appreciate your comments and thoughts that you share with me. I do this because, well, I feel called to do this. When I talk and I write, I kind of heal myself. And when I hear people writing me and telling me that it reminded them of something or they got some puzzle piece that was missing for them or that it was healing for them, well, that's my 100% 
I don't know, proof from the universe that this is good. And I love that. And I'm thankful for every single one of you that reaches out to me. Um, I feel blessed beyond limits <laughs> when I realize that what I love to do helps other people in some way. So that was it for this episode. I wish you a blessed day. And share this episode with anyone you think would benefit from it. Mwah. Sending you love and light.